Hello there, folks, and welcome to Beyond the Red Waste Presents, a Confango Shark production of After the Movie. Canada edition. Canada edition. Bowels of Canada edition. Featuring Bob and Erica. Are we really in the bowels of Canada? No, more, what, what would you describe as the bowels? Would that be more uh, Calgary or Edmonton? So we're yeah, really up in there? Yeah, kind of. We're kind of on the cusp. Are we cusping of Canada? We're like the underlayer of skin. So right, okay. Okay, yeah. on the butt. On the butt. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice Well, we thing. are on that side. We are. It's in the ass end of Canada. Right, well, it's like if it was an upside down moose. Upside down moose. I'm I'm thinking upside down moose because you know you got the border with the U.S. so you don't have legs coming down. The kind of the territories go up. So it's an apt metaphor, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Canada, the upside down moose above the United States. We love you, Canada. We do love you, Canada. We, we're kind of sad we have to leave in a few days. Secretly hoping we get detained at the border and have to stay. Though uh, Vancouver appears to be exceptionally expensive, so I don't think we could afford to live up here. Mm, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but anyway, we are coming to you because uh, we just saw the Lego Batman movie. Na, 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 <laughs> Which was light years better. Then Batman v Superman colon Final Justice. Yeah, this really should be titled uh, the Lego Batman movie versus Batman v Superman <laughs> colon Final <Donald> Justice. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing about it, though, was well, let's go back. Let, let, let's let's take a journey, uh, dear listeners, back to March of 2016 uh, when we were sitting in a theater. Uh, not patiently awaiting, kind of ancillary awaiting uh, the start of Batman v Superman: Colon Dawn of Justice, uh, knowing what we were getting into, but being stupid and deciding to go and see it anyway. We uh, saw the trailer, the first trailer, I think, for the Batman uh, Lego Movie before that, which I thought was hilarious because it was like, you're showing this this delightfully like happy take on Batman. Before the most dark, disgusting portrayal of the Dark Knight in cinema history, in my humble estimation. I don't understand how my father likes that movie. That upsets me so badly. And he listens to this. I know. He's going to hear that. Good. Calling him out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, so Bob, what did you think of the Lego Batman movie? On the whole, uh, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Um, it did not uh, hit me the same way the Lego movie hit me. Which I think is unfair to expect of this it movie. Is. It is. Because I'm feeling the same way. I It was enjoyable, but not in that, oh my god, that this I had no, had no expectation for the Lego movie at all. No. Um, our buddy, uh, the Confanger Commander, had uh, been following it. As it was uh, going through development, he was pretty stoked just about the look of it. And the animation is, uh, in that uh, first Lego movie, is awesome. Yeah. Because it is all, like, they designed all those little bricks and 
great. The one thing that did bother me about this, though, was that the smoke and stuff, like the smoke effects, they were, were not like bricks. Smoke. That annoyed me. Right. Which is a really stupid thing to be annoyed about. But I was like, come on. Come on. You gotta do the, the, the bricks. But, no, I did thoroughly enjoy it, but not in the way... Not in the way that I thoroughly enjoyed the original Lego movie. No, I felt... Um... You know, one of the things the Lego movie had an advantage over in this movie is it's, you know, it did not have a, a an existing universe already. Um, you know, Batman has such an extensive history and so many things to... Which I enjoyed how they, they yeah, set Yeah, it was up. nice. Right. How they worked it in and all that other stuff. But you're still... You're confined to that realm. You, you you do have to tell a Batman story, even if it is completely ridiculous. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, well, and I like because it feels like when I used to be playing with toys with my brother in the basement, and you're coming up with all of this nonsensical, like insanity, you know, to uh, to play with, right? Right. Um, yeah, uh, I think this movie suffered a little bit from showing all the funny parts in the trailers. Um, I mean, there were a few moments that, um, I thought that they saved for the movie. I'm blanking on any of them now. But that was the same with Deadpool. They kind of did that same thing. They saved like a few things for the movie, but pretty much all the big like laugh out loud moments were in those trailers. Right, and I, the Lego Batman movie marketing definitely took a little bit from Deadpool, not nearly to the extent that Deadpool did, because I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds just filmed stuff. And threw it up on the internet. <laughs> yes, yes, that's, yes. <laughs> um, well, that's the great thing. Like, the, the, ask him about that test footage and who leaked it. And he just kind of like, ooh, I don't know who uh, leaked it. Who could that have been? Who could that have done that? <laughs> like, it was me. <laughs> I really wanted the movie to get made. Um, yeah, but, and, you know, they just, there was just so much stuff. Like, and you saw... You know, just uh, like a couple weeks ago, they you know you saw posts on like the former Gawker sites uh, about how like oh there's millions of bat vehicles and this that and, it. and I think they're just giving too much away. And this isn't isolated to this movie. No, I think that's a fair point. That's like. If I may drag Steven Universe into this, as I do with most things. If there's any little scrap of information about the newest episode that's coming out, like the one tomorrow, I'm on the hunt for it. Because I'm a consumer whore in that way. I want it. I want it now. Right. Um, but no, yeah, I think that there's really not... There's something that's still being surprised when you go to the movies. Yeah. Like with John Wick 2 which is coming out tomorrow, which I am so excited and about. And we would have gone to see tonight as well 
if the theater they didn't have it. a showing. So expect that sometime uh, this weekend. We're definitely seeing that in the next couple days. But um, I maybe watch that first trailer for that. And but I want to I want to go in fresh to that. And right. there's not a lot of movies. I mean, it's stuff that not even stuff that I really care about because I mean, there's been shit in the past that we've gone out and seen where I've been like, yeah, I'll watch pretty much every little scrap or whatever that's out there. But I think there's too many featurettes. There's too many. I've been finding myself intentionally avoiding stuff like that. Like when I see a post talking about the the you know the the many bat vehicles post is. The one that's freshest in my mind. Like, I saw it. I did not click on it because I didn't want to. No. I, I, you know, I wanted to see the scene where Robin is jumping around and saying, the bat this and the bat that. And the, you know, I wanted to get that kick. I didn't want to see it before the movie. Right. You know. Also, Michael Sarah should totally do voiceover work. Because I thought he really did a great job capturing... Like a younger kid's like eager excitement. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a really, really good job of that. And he's yeah. what? In his late twenties now? Early thirties? I don't know, he's Canadian. Do they even age? I don't know. Let's go ask someone. We should. Live on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he's from Eastern uh like Toronto. Is he Toronto or Montreal? I have absolutely no idea. Because if Michael Sarah fluently speaks French, lacking in my Michael Sarah, I would knowledge. be a little upset that Michael Sarah can do speak two languages fluently. Because I can kind of speak German, not really anymore. <laughs> At one point in time, I could, but um, well, then they'll definitely let you back into the states. No, I mean, yay. I have too many uh, Richard Spencer getting punched in the face videos on my uh, Twitter feed. They're not going to let me back in. Um, no, and Will Arnett was a joy, as always. Mm-hmm. I thought Zach Galifianakis did a pretty good job as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nice... I-, I enjoyed the way they played up their relationship. Yeah. That was humorous. Well, because we're at the point now... In a post-Deadpool world, where it is, you've got to work extra hard. And I mean, this movie obviously was a, a parody, uh, taking the piss out of the well, this, mythos. I think the comparison to Deadpool is very apt. I mean, it's basically the Lego Deadpool movie, but with Batman. Right. <laughs> and not as much nudity or swearing. <laughs> Deadpool should have just showed up in the movie. I remember all about that. I'm glorious. Not even as a Lego person, just Ryan Reynolds like in the fucking suit walking around in the background. Like I want that out of every movie now. Like the fact that he went to the Golden Globe Awards and was not in the suit makes me incandescent with rage. Um, but no, because it is, it's when you're going all... And this is why I thought it was so funny to show the Lego Batman trailer before Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. Because that movie is so fucking grim. And just like... And I... I just bad. Just straight up bad. Yeah. It, I, it was... It was funny sitting in the theater 
like when that came on and we're like, why, why would they do this? Right, we actually turned to each other and said that because it was just like, why would you, why would you put that on? Right, because that's all I want. This is, and we went into Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. Knowing. A couple days after it opened. I think we went like the week after it opened. So we had heard all the bad reviews. You know, people that we, we trust had gone and seen it, whose opinions we trust had seen it, were like, this is dog shit. I didn't really like, I, I actually found uh, Man of Steel to be just a hot circle of garbage, and I didn't really understand bringing a, a doing another Batman movie. No, it's... I mean... Not, not even doing another Batman movie, but not doing a standalone Batman movie before you start trying to do the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because it's like, no, those guys actually took the time and had the patience and kind of built up to that shit. You know, nobody knew Iron Man was going to be that kind of a huge hit and that they were going to be able to build what they built. Right. And the fact that they did it was pretty impressive, you know? Mm-hmm. But you had to work for it. It wasn't just, you know, oh, yeah, let's just do this because that's profitable. Right. No, that wasn't really the way that that, that worked. And DC shotgunning all this shit, it's just like, okay, well, we all know you're trying to do what Marvel did, but you're not taking the care and the time. And now before your big stupid three-hour grimdark bullshit that hinges on a woman's name to solve the conflict. <laughs> um, Would you say that name? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You're gonna show me this, like, adorable, fun, super cute, like, Will Arnett doing the gravelly, like, Christian Bale voice, going, no, 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 before, like, your big, dumb, grim movie. How, I, there... Any little shred of a chance that I was going to take it seriously flew right out the fucking window when you showed that trailer. Because now all I'm thinking is, why can't it be next year? Why can't I be watching that now instead of this massive pile of shit? How many of our podcasts have we actually talked about Batman v Superman colon Donald Justice? We mention it at least every episode that we've done. <laughs> because I think it's... It, it's one of the worst movies I've seen with such a massive, like, budget behind it and, like, all of this, like, hopes and dreams, like, carried on its back that just failed for me. And I understand some people like it. I don't, I don't understand it. that at all. No. Well, you know, I, I think I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but... Well, we never really talked about it. I thought we did. I think we did an episode on it. We didn't do an episode on Batman v Superman Colin Dawn of Justice. Oh, were we too depressed to do one? I think we were really angry and we talked about doing one where it was just a screaming for 20 minutes. Oh. Like, not even like words, just ah, for 20 minutes, but we never really got into it. Well, um, you know, I think back to uh, the first Avengers movie and. Um, you have the moment where uh, Cap and Coulson are in the Quinjet talking, and you know Coulson's talking about how he's got the old Stars and Stripes uh, suit, and 
you know, Coulson says, or Cap says, you know, that kind of little timey or however he phrases it. And, you know, Coulson says, you know, with all the things that are going on, people could actually use that. And I'm like, oh, let's think about current events. <laughs> and it's like, maybe we could remember that not everything sucks. And Well, to be fair, this is before um, we knew what was going to happen. We should have known when we saw Batman v Superwickle. We were, like, we this were was hurting it. toward the Steve Bannon future of eventual war and the coming apocalypse. Uh, there's but, a great tweet. Just I, I don't want to dwell on it, but there's a great tweet I've seen a couple times floating around my timeline. That's a photo of big ol' alcoholic coke-nosed Steve Bannon next to Idris Elba. And it's like the guy on the left thinks he's genetically superior to the guy on the right. And it's just fantastic. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, That's Idris Elba. Yay. Um, but then this is the exact movie that you need it. You do. You know, this Lego Batman. It's like, it's fun. It's dumb. You well, know. I'm just, I'm so, I'm tired. I'm tired of the grim, dark superhero bullshit. Yeah. I don't want it anymore. No. It's not the 90s. It's not the early aughts. I, I'm, well, not, I'm not interested in that anymore. And Christopher Nolan did it so well. He told a perfect story. And it was insular. You know, there wasn't. You're not in a universe that's shared with Superman. And it's just this kind of one little off... You know, the fact that it's Batman. It was almost, um, you know, just a, a coincidence. To what right. he was trying it to tell. didn't have to be... You could have had... It just could have been a vigilante or just a guy. It right. It didn't have to be a Batman story. But that's what he strove to do with those movies. Right. But you go to... And the other thing, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but it's not to say that there's not like a ton of property damage and Batman, you know, potentially murdering people in those movies. But those movies, you're more willing to forgive it because the story is good. Right. I know some people don't like the third one. I think it gets all fucking bonkers and Baroque at the end, and I fucking love it. And Tom Hardy's Bane is glorious, mm. and I will hear nothing said against him. And he's given us people attempting to do a Bane impression. And that's the humor we need in the world right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those movies were just so well done and so well told. That you don't dwell on all of the the property damage bullshit. Like, they kind of got the Batman character. Right. Where in Batman... Or not even Batman v Superman, Colin Dawn of Justice. In Man of Steel, that's not Superman. Superman's supposed to care about, like, the Earth and the people that live there and care about Metropolis. So they did nothing... To connect the character to the, to the world. All he gave a shit about was Amy Adams. And granted, right. I mean, she's gorgeous and a wondrous actress. But, I mean, really? So then right. in the, in, what was the line in Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice? It was, um, uh, Ma Kent going, you don't owe them a thing. It was like, no, 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 no. Why, why, no. How do you not understand this character at all? Right. That's not Superman. 
And I'm not even a huge Superman fan. But there's like a core to him. Earth is his second home. He loves this place. He'll defend it to the death. You don't owe them anything? Go fuck yourself. I mean, I think I think there are interesting Superman stories to go with. And, you know, one of the complaints uh, about... One of the difficulties with doing Superman is he is so altruistic that he can be boring. Um, See, but I think if you get the right screenwriter in there and you choose the right story to tell that you can turn that on its head and you can actually make that into an interesting an interesting story if you had done man of steel properly and made people care about the character and not just done the big fucking michael bay transformers wanton destruction like even show him like you know like when Fucking Goku's trying to get people out of the... Like, you know, do the battle outside of the city to not kill anybody. Right. Even if him say that and then have Zod be like, go fuck yourself. And that's something. Right. That's a character beat, you know? Not just like, we throw this gas truck into this fucking building and or jump over it so that it hits the fucking building and destroys it. There's people in there, dude. Like, come on. I don't know. No, it it's it was I, I didn't like either Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Um, I did like Lego Batman. Lego Batman was fun, right? I don't want this to turn into <laughs> a big. I, I know, we, but it, I think that they, they stand in such direct contrast. Yes, and like there were a lot of adults in our theater. There were a fair amount, yeah. Yeah, there were a couple kids, but I mean, we're in like a fucking ski town too, so it's not like there's right. a ton of children around. But I was surprised at the amount of adults in our theater. Well, and you think about, you know, go back to uh, 60s, 70s, uh, early 80s. Um, think about what Batman and Superman used to be. And they were very, very different. Oh, you're talking like the Silver Age, where stuff yeah. was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? Um, Until Frank Miller happened. Yeah, and for better or for worse, Frank Miller happened. But uh, you know, and, and I thought this movie did a really good job of like saying, okay, there's, you know, all these kind of different realms of Batman. Um, and here's a selfish prick, Batman. Right. Right. Which, I mean, that's not necessarily an incorrect... No, it's not. ...characterization of the it's character. Kind of, it's kind of just taking um, you know, some of the other Batmans we've seen and just dialing it up to 11. Right, exactly. But these go to 11. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's... Well, it, it's a parody, Right. Right. So you, you need to kind of dial it all up. Batman and Joker also should have totally kissed at the end. Um, and I'm just going to keep saying that about heroes and their, their quasi-villains until Cap and Bucky are like fucking making out and fingering each other in, in a movie. You can play your asshole. You can. You can. Yeah. yeah. A little not safe for work there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, if you're listening, I apologize. 
We got, we got a little not safe for work there. Um, You're not going through all that garbage to save somebody unless you love them, Bob. That's all I'm saying. Did we have a lost episode of uh, Civil War? Didn't we come home and record after that and then we never put it up? I thought I did put it up. Maybe not, yeah. I think so. Um, so I guess we can't talk too much more about this without going into spoiler territory. Spoilers. So, um, yeah, just throwing it up there. Yeah, just letting you guys know if the uh, not safe for work stuff didn't, didn't chase you away, <laughs> which it shouldn't. Love is love. Um, uh, yeah. So spoilers. So, so on the spoilers. Um, no, I mean it kind of plays out exactly. Like, I mean, it's well. That's the thing. Is it is it is like paint by numbers storytelling, right? Which is fine. And and then you don't. Need it to be anything crazy. No. You know, you, I'm not looking to be subverted by the Lego Batman movie. No, no, no. You're going to go be entertained for, you know, an hour and 40 minutes. It's not like I'm going to the next, you know, Spielberg Holocaust drama or whatever. Not, like, expecting a really deep kind of, like... No. No, it's exactly what you think it would be. But it was a sweet movie. It was. It was. And I thought, um... You know, Michael Sarah and uh, Ralphie Boy. How do you say his last name? Fines? It's Fines, isn't it? Is it Fines? I, I always see it and I'm like, Fiennes? And I'm like, well, no, that's not right. Dirty, dirty Americans who don't I know how to pronounce anything, so. I mean, he could be in this village right now. He could be. That's very true. We should go find him. Excuse me, sir. How do you say your last name? <laughs> we need to know for our podcast. <laughs> Would you like to be on our podcast? Um, no, I thought they did a, a great job of um, fines. Yeah, I think we're. Saying I think that. I think it's fines. Okay, can we talk about his like full name? It's Ralph Nathaniel Twizzleton Winkham Fines. <laughs> You're making that up. He's British. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. That is a long name. I think it was weird they didn't have him voice Voldemort, though. Oh, weird. Because, yes, Voldemort is in this movie. <laughs> well, that's one of the great... It's, um, well, the it great like, thing about Lego is they have the license to so many for things. For everything, right. So, you know, they get a lot of that crossover. I did really enjoy Sauron. That was pretty delightful. <laughs> well, it was like with the Lego movie, where it's like, it's not... We've got... All these other folks too, but and Batman is one of the supporting cast members. <laughs> they start this movie where he's just kind of Will Arnett is narrating, Black. like what's happening at, at, like, throughout all the logos and like it's it's delightful. Uh, and lots of callouts to other things throughout the movies. Um, even. Well, even just in the Batverse, you had like the Iceberg Lounge in the background, which I enjoyed. You had. Um, my God, uh, Shrek's department store. I don't know if you caught that from Batman Returns. A lot of, um, just a lot of that background, like, flavor. Yeah. You can kind of nudge your buddy next to you and be like, eh? Eh? Uh, there, I noticed that. Did you? Um, interestingly, 
I really only caught one major reference to the Lego movie itself. Well, they talk about the Master Builders. Um, or Batman says, you know. They talk about the Master Builders. There's one other one that's a little more subtle. When they were talking about the, the void. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see the, you know, the arm. It's Emmett, right. From, right. Right, falling into that. Oh, I really want to watch the Lego movie again. It'll be so good. <laughs> I realize now that I called Emmett Andy in the theater. I wasn't going to say anything, so. But, I mean, he is Andy. He is. He will always be the Andy Dwyer of <laughs> Buff and, like, stacked, though he is now. Also, why was the T-Rex... Uh, in the Phantom Zone, because... I thought it was raptors. Was it a T-Rex? There was a T-Rex, too. The T-Rex is the hero of the first movie. Maybe that's the T-Rex from the second movie. Well, we don't talk about the second movie. Well, apparently the Batman Lego movie talks about the second movie. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the Daleks there. The Daleks were... That was pretty delightful. I like the re- Ask Your Nerd yeah, Friends. Yeah, Ask Your Nerd Friends. <laughs> I do think that even if you don't watch Doctor Who, and I, I could give a shit about Doctor Who, I know what a Dalek is. Though I did end up watching most of... Uh, we have a Dalek Christmas ornament. We do. I got it for you for Christmas one year. Uh, I think I did watch most of Matt Smith's tenure, but I... Yeah. I should call Eric. We should do a, a Doctor Who... Retrospective. Of... Uh, what is it? 9, 10, and 11. Well, you haven't watched any of Capaldi, right? No, I have no desire to. Yeah, I just... I, I feel like with Doctor Who, there's the same amount of bullshit you have to put up with, like, in wrestling. And it's just, I... Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy the uh, incorporation of other elements of the DC Universe. You did mm-hmm. have your uh, Justice League cameo. You had uh, the Phantom Zone. Some uh, Zod... Uh, mention, which was delightful. But did we see Zod come out of the Phantom Zone? We did not see Zod come out of the Phantom Zone. That was weird. Well, I mean, Superman did break his neck, so Zod is dead. Yeah, and then he got turned into a, a giant fart monster. <laughs> God, I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, With uh, Channing Tatum and uh, Jonah Hill reprising their roles as Superman and the Green Lantern. Can we talk about, for just a moment, how unfair it is that 21 Jump Street was so funny? Like, why we just kind of rented it on a whim. Right. Because it was the Clone High guys did it. And that's right. what this all stems from, folks. Clone, I mean, we really should do a retrospective on Clone High. Clone High was a show that came out on MTV, uh, I think it was my first year of college, until like 2002. And the premise is it's, um... Just sing the song. Should I just sing the song? It explains it all. So way, way back in the 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made them using genetic copies. Now the clones are sexy teens now. They're gonna make it if they try. (laughs) Was it laughing, loving, sharing, fighting? A time to laugh and shiver and cry. Clone high. (laughs) Clone High. I came out in about 2002, Clone and um, only about three episodes aired on um, MTV, because uh, India, uh, of country fame, got really, really pissed off about the uh, depiction of Gandhi on the show. But didn't they air the whole thing in Canada? Yeah, because Canada didn't give a shit. Um, I think it's still on, actually, in Canada, on like 
pretty heavy rotation. Because <laughs> um, it's amazing. Don't quote me on that, though. But um, Quoting. Don't. But it ended up, I only had only seen, like, those three episodes back then. I always had been in the back of my head because the show was fucking delightful. Then I found it online, like, ten years later or something, and it was like, <gasps> yay, there's more. Um, but those, the guys who uh, created Clone High are the same guys who did 21 Jump Street, the Lego movie. They were executive producers on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Just uh, all of their stuff is delightful. I think they're also doing the Han Solo movie. I feel like that's... Yeah. Right? Which, about right. after Rogue One, I'm not really about the side stories, but those guys are doing the Han Solo movie. I'll give it one more try. We're also the only people on the planet who didn't like Rogue One. Apparently. Like, like just... That's not true. Turoff didn't like it either. So shout out to Turoff. I know he's probably listening. Um... <laughs> He actually came over to my desk one day at work and was like kind of in a huff about it and wanted to talk about it. And I was like, yeah, I didn't like it either, man. So don't worry, you're justified. <laughs> um, we are getting way off track. No way, Star Wars, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams was in this movie as Two-Face. Bam, brought it back. Which is a delightful reference to the uh, Batman 89 movie. There were a lot. Uh, that, yeah, you're right. Um, there are... Yeah, because he was Harvey Dent in that Yeah, movie. he was. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we made him Tommy Lee Jones, because Joel Schumacher is a monster. Well, we knew that. Um, oh, man. I couldn't even tell you the last time I went back and watched Batman Forever. Why would you? It's better than Batman and Robin. Yeah, but you could also just watch Batman. Mm, I guess that's fair. <laughs> oh, so there was this one time we were trying to go to bed... <laughs> This is apropos of nothing. But we used to have our TV in our bedroom, and I was like, I can't really you know, fall asleep. Let's just put something on, and we'll just kind of fall asleep to it. So this jackass over here puts on uh, the Batman movie from 1989, which uh, I heard the first opening bars of. I roll over, and I'm like, you're a fucking prick, because now i got to sit up and watch this whole thing. And so two did, hours, you, did you, two did you hours only go watch by. that movie? I'm telling the story. Two hours go by, he sucks me snoring, and I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 let's do it. Let's watch Returns. I probably fell asleep five minutes into no, Batman. You were out. You were, didn't even make it to when like, the credits were over at the beginning. When they pull back and you see the logo. No, you were out. This is, this is something I've become famous for, is, like, I'll just throw something on, and I'm out. And then I'm up for the next five days, <laughs> watching whatever it is. Like, I think one time you're like, oh, let's watch uh, Fellowship of the Ring, and I'm like, it's, like, nine o'clock at night. I don't want to be up all night. Oh, no, you just watch the one. No, I can't. I'm physically incapable of doing that. And if I do watch the first one, it has to be the extended edition. Because now I'm like, oh, stuff's missing. I can't, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because <sighs> there's something wrong with me. But Lord of the Rings ties in, too, because Sauron was in the Lego Batman movie. Bam! <laughs> what did, who, we had King Kong. He had King Kong. He had Godzilla. Godzilla. And uh, Sauron. Mm-hmm. He had Voldemort. He had Medusa. The Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. Which is delightful. Um, the Raptors and the Gremlins. I love that the Gremlins were there. That was pretty (laughs) good. That was amazing. That was pretty good. Oh my goodness. 
probably one or two others we're not thinking of, but um, it was kind of a fun story, uh, you know, because the, the basic premise of it is that, you know, the Joker and the villains of Gotham, at least in this universe, are really just kind of silly. Right. You yeah. know, they're well, not the really Joker, threats. The only thing that he wants is for Batman to, like, acknowledge that, like, he's his greatest enemy, and Batman is like, yeah, I don't, I don't do relationships. Sorry. <laughs> and this deeply, deeply wounds the Joker. So he does the whole, like, okay, well, if you don't want me, then, yeah, you can't have me. And then that kind of drives the the whole plot of the story which is delightful i uh i really enjoyed zach alfanakis as the joker he's just delightful you can throw him in anything it was really fun well and good for him for like making it mainstream because what was it it was the hangover wasn't it because he'd been a comedian yeah. he'd been around he'd been around that for was a while. really kind of his he was in a great snowboarding movie called Out Cold. I've seen Out Cold. It's amazing. For some reason I've seen Out Cold. And not even with you. I've been like in college or some shit. He's the one that fucks the uh, the hot tub, right? Yes. Yeah. So there you go. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good time. Let's get back to talking about the children's movie for, for babies. <laughs> but um, yeah, a, a lot of the action was solid. Mm-hmm. The animation's gorgeous, but that's kind of... Well, I, I shouldn't say that's standard for... Um, the movies that come out in the theaters, because that rock dog, that animation was terrible. Yes. That's Louis Black getting a paycheck, though, so you gotta, uh, you gotta get it up for Luke. <sighs> I saw a really hairy guy. Looked like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Inside Out. <laughs> That was delightful. Emotionally uh, scarring, but delightful. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to say. It was just wonderful. I would have liked um, Harley Quinn to have a little bit more to do. Because when I heard that Jenny Slate was voicing her, I was like, holy shit. Holy God. John Raphael's sister like dialed up to like 200. All in. Right. And, and she it's... didn't really... Yeah, she didn't have much to do. Right. Um, which, I mean, you had a lot of shit going on in this movie. Yeah. So. Well, it's like, you look at, um, you know, when we got back, I was looking at the uh, IMDb for the page, and you look through, and you see all of the cameos. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of cool to see these people jump in, but at the same time, You've got one or two throwaway lines, and... I think it's just a matter of are they on the studio lot the day we're recording. Right, like that's what it was, feels like. Conan was the Riddler. I think he said a line in the movie. It's right. just more like, oh, he's here. Yeah, sure. Hey, Conan. Yeah, come on over for come a little here. while. <laughs> Him on 30 Rock was... That's the best the episode. Best. Like, I know that's a that's a tall statement to make, but Tracy Does Conan is the best episode of 30 Rock. Lemon. <laughs> Let's not do this, Elizabeth. Okay. <laughs> you black Irish bastard. Right back at you, Red. 
no, could you get Dr. Spichemin in there? And oh my god, it's wonderful. It's delightful. But uh, 30 Rock Retrospective, coming to Confanger Shark soon. Um, no, but yeah, it's just, it's very much like whoever's on, on you know, in the studio that day. Just start knocking on some right. office doors and see what they're doing. Which is fine. I mean, yeah. whatever. Um... But yeah, I mean, it, it was a good movie. It was a nice way to spend an hour and 40 minutes. You know, mm -hmm. you could do a lot worse. Yeah, it's one where we watch, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not the Lego movie, but I think it's unfair to expect it to be the Lego movie. Mm -hmm. um, I do worry, though, as I do with, with lots of uh, uh, movies um, that are taking something that wasn't, shouldn't have been a movie and is successful. Because, I mean, we're getting an emoji movie because the fucking Lego movie was good. Right. You know? So that's just like... What? I, I have the same worry with uh, another film. I, well, I don't know, call it a film. A movie we're going to go see in March. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Which, uh, Bob has not seen the original because he's a communist. Um, so we're going to have him go in without seeing the anime... And I've seen it, and then we're going to have a discussion, uh, read that. Probably won't go opening weekend, because I don't want to help the box office, because, oh, Jesus Christ. Because if that does well, we're getting an Akira movie. And, God, no. <laughs> but, um, no, it's a fun, it's a cute movie. You know, I don't know how much more there is right, I to it. I can't see. I mean, there will if it does well, there will be a sequel. Oh, because that's that's all we ever get anymore. But I don't know sequels. where you would go with it. Um, the other issue I I kind of had was it it wasn't the um, Miller and Lord like their humor. Some of it was, but it wasn't. It didn't have that same like click to it. If that makes any sense. You know, it, well, it was it was an imitation of their humor. Yeah, and it, it was still good. It still made me laugh. Mostly, you know, a lot of the references are, you know, kind of clever and funny, and the little, you know, little right. one liners here and there. It, it was a funny movie, but I think uh, I think at some point there were a couple points in the movie where they were really trying to drive the plot home. And, you know, that Batman is sad and lonely. Right, and, right, right. You know, and I, I think they probably could have dialed it back a little bit. Um, well, it felt like they were rushing through all of that, those plot points right. to get to the next set piece. Yeah. The next big action sequence. Because mm -hmm. um, you don't get much. I mean, uh, Barbara Gordon is played by Rosario Dawson in this movie, which was also delightful. But she's just glorious. Clerks too. She's night nurse. Or I guess she's not night nurse though. I don't know. Whatever. Daredevil show. Watch it. Excellent. But I haven't seen. The did they pick her up? Yet. Or did she? No, she's still on. She's just that's not her character. I think they're someone oh. else is going to be night nurse. I see. Something stupid. Um, but no, as far as I know, she's still around. Okay. Um, cause yeah, she's there. Um, and she's like along. You know, she is uh, becomes Batgirl in the movie. She has some good lines too, mm -hmm. but yeah, I felt a lot of the stuff with her was kind of rushed. Yes, 
you know, you felt like there might be a little bit more with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is all just kind of go, 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 go. Let's get in as much kind of action and eye candy as we can. You talk about the amazing shade thrown at Suicide Squad. Oh, oh yeah, that was glorious. So, as we pointed out in our Suicide Squad uh, chat a few weeks ago, Killer Croc had nothing to do with that movie. Absolutely nothing. He did nothing. He did jack and shit in that movie. In this movie, he swims up to a bomb and clicks a button and goes, I helped! And it's just like, oh my god. It's food for the soul. <sighs> well, I also like the Batman line. Uh, we're going to get all the bad guys to fight the bad guys. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, and he throws out the Suicide Squad in there too. And it's, yeah, because bad. Just bad. Oh, awful. Terrible. Uh, awful. Awful, awful, awful movie. Um, do we have any good trailers? Nothing we haven't seen. Yeah, nothing really. And I don't know if that's just maybe a Canadia thing or... No, or... I mean, there's not a ton coming out. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think... Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. We do have a fair amount of shit coming out. I did appreciate the shitty movie trivia before the movie. The the Wolverine one. That was hilarious. It's like, who plays Wolverine? And it's like, if anybody doesn't know that, even if you don't watch superhero movies... The Photoshop was so bad, too. It was too. amazing. Everybody who... You know who plays Wolverine. You know who plays Wolverine. You may have never seen an X-Men movie... May not even know what the X Men fucking are. You know who plays Wolverine. <laughs> I, I promise you. Um, that comes out soon too, doesn't it? That comes out March third. Yeah, I'm stoked for that. I'm, I'm very interested in the movie. I am not jazzed or hyped for it at all because of how the the history of the Wolverine movies. Um, you know, what I have seen in trailers looks good and looks interesting. But, but you, you know. anybody can cut a trailer to be good. That's right. what I keep telling myself about Wonder Woman. You know, so we'll see how it goes. Um, which, I'm sure we're getting an episode 8 trailer soon. Um, Probably maybe? with Celebration. Either that or maybe before Beauty and the Beast. Because that comes out in March. Maybe, yeah. Though I might... You gotta start the hype train. I might do something a little unorthodox and just try not to watch the trailers. I realize that's a crazy thing to say. But Adam Driver did an interview where he was saying, I would like people to, like, let's not do trailers. People are gonna come see this anyway. And he doesn't want anything to be spoiled. Right. So, and there's zero percent chance of this happening. It's just not going to happen. It's just, it's not. And that's fine. But I do want to try and avoid all the articles like we were talking about. Like, right, I don't want all the details. Give me your standard trailer. Right. That's going to give me... The bare bones I need to get excited for the movie. Right. Like, I'm not going to go into it the way I've been going into, like, Game of Thrones spoilers for the next season. 
Because I'm pretty sure I've had the entire season ruined for me. <laughs> which is, I'm fine with it. Totally fine with it. Because if that's what happens, Erica is hella on board. But, um, we've been all over the place this episode. But, um... We have spent roughly five minutes discussing the Lego Batman movie. Well, I think because we, we had talked about waiting to talk about uh, Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice when we saw this. Because they are in such stark contrast. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it is a fluffy popcorn movie with a, a good message, you know, about family and all that. Right. But, for the most part, it's a lot of eye candy, and it's just a fun hour and a half of the movies. I don't think... One thing I, I, I like about it, uh, that, you know, a lot of kids' movies kind of go um, off the rails on, at least for the adult audience, is it's not... The story isn't too over the top or too... What's the word I'm looking for? In your face? Dumbed down? Saccharine? I don't know. I don't know if those are the words I'm going But, like, as an adult, you're not sitting there rolling your eyes at the message. Oh, so it's not like that, that bartified. Right. Like, oh, we all love each other. No, yeah, it's a little more. Yeah, it's like, okay, this is. Right, right, right. This is what they're, not like your typical children's fair. Right. But it'll still, you know, appeal to kids. They'll still love it. Oh, for sure. Well, and again, the animation is awesome. I love the little, like, nicks that they have on the actual Lego pieces to mm-hmm. make them look used. Right. Yes, the the textures and all that are outstanding. Now, do you think they're going to... um, Do you think they're trying to build a Lego universe? Well, because that's all anybody does anymore. We need cinematic universes. Cinematic universes. Yeah, you need a shared cinematic universe. Well, I think with Lego, there really isn't any kind of a limit to it because they have all the licenses. For literally everything. For literally everything. They can just kind of go and do whatever. Right. Which, I mean, but it's diminishing returns, right? Because that first Lego movie was just so, like, out of nowhere and delightful. Right. That second one isn't going to be anywhere near as good as the first one. No. And that's just, that's unfortunately the way that works most of the time. Right. And, you know, because you're not going to be able to have that effect fact that you have from the first movie where you have the father and son story um you know you can't recreate that i mean you can but you're not going to get that that surprise anymore right because i don't think we were anyone was expecting that and that's great you know Uh, i also enjoyed the way uh this movie threw mad shade at serendipity which is one of the worst fucking movies i've ever seen in my entire life the concept of this movie is John Cusack and this fucking stupid woman meet, and they, like, fall in love to meet cute, whatever, and then she has to, like, leave or something. So she, like, writes her, like, phone number in this book, but she returns it to the library, and she's like, oh, if you ever figure out what book it meant, it, it was meant to be. If you, ever, if you ever discover my phone number, we were meant to be together. And then she fucks off for, like, three years. And, of course, like, they eventually, like, meet up, and he's, like, got a fiancé or something. Bullshit. It is the dumbest movie in the history of movies. I saw it in college and watched it with my roommate, and I was like, I hate you for making me watch this movie. I hate you. I physically 
hate you, and I might choke you in your sleep. I hate you too. <laughs> Put a kiss. That's all I'm saying. Put a kiss. <laughs> Holding out hope. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, I think that'll uh, do it for us tonight. We are uh, engaged in rummy battle as well. And I think Top Chef is on, though we're already halfway through the episode, so I'm not going to flip it now. Would you recommend people go to see Lego Batman? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, go check it out. I wouldn't go in with uh, the, the, it, expecting it to hit you the way if you liked a Lego movie, because we do know a couple monsters who didn't like the Lego movie, um, which I genuinely do not understand. But it, it's a fun time with the movies. Yeah, and if you're a Batman fan, the, the little... You know, the wink-wink nudge-nudges, they're all there for you. And it's, it's it's a fun take on the on the Caped Crusader. Agreed. I would also say go see the Lego Batman movie. Um, especially if all you've been doing is reading the news. Go get away from it. See <sighs> something fun. No, that's John Wick too, because that's just... Oh, well, that's cathartic. Exactly. It's a different kind of relief. Like, I've been away from uh, Dark Souls for, like, a week now. Because, like, sometimes you just need to run in and just just, just murder the shit out of a bunch of monsters. And you off, Rick. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, yeah, expect our uh, John Wick uh, Chapter 2 cast up sometime this weekend. And I'm sure we'll get this uploaded. Uh, sometime this weekend as well. Probably when we get back to the United States. Probably. If they let us in, we'll see. If they let us in. If they let us in. So uh, have a, a lovely evening, dear listeners, and we will talk to you shortly. Bye.